the theological basis of the resurrection of the body. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good Friday morning, my friends. We're moving on today in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We're going to be looking at verses 45 through 49 as Paul continues in his conversation about the bodily resurrection. Now today, uh, his, his scope, uh, the arc of his teaching will be largely theological, uh, looking at uh, the difference between Adam as a forerunner of Christ and uh, Christ himself and the difference between the two. Um, and so we'll be discussing that today. <clears throat> as we begin our uh, study together. Before we get into the text, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. Once again, Lord God, we thank you for your word. And once again, we come hungry to hear from you. Uh, open our ears and our eyes and our hearts to what you have for us today. And we thank you for your faithfulness at work in our lives this week. As we come to the weekend once again, we look forward to some rest, to some play, and some enjoyment with the people we love, and we give you thanks that uh, you created the uh, Sabbath uh, cycle and uh, that we work and then we rest. And so, Lord God, help us to uh, take some time to really rest and enjoy being alive this weekend because you call us uh, to your rest. Uh, the Sabbath uh, was made for man not man for the Sabbath. And so it's your gift to us and we give you thanks for it. And so Lord God, uh, we uh, will honor you today as we pause to study your word and we pray that we would uh, receive what you have for us. And more so, Lord God, we pray that your spirit would help us to apply it to the benefit of our growth in grace. We love you so much and pray these things in your name. Amen. All right, here is 1 Corinthians 15, 45 through 49. So it is written, The first man, Adam, became a living being, the last Adam, a life-giving spirit. The spiritual did not come first, but the natural, and after that, the spiritual. The first man was of the dust of the earth, the second man is of heaven. As was the earthly man, so are those who are of the earth. And as is the heavenly man, so also are those who are of heaven. And just as we have been born, uh, we have borne the image of the earthly man, so we shall bear the image of the heavenly man. And so uh, Paul begins his discussion today by talking about uh, Adam, the first man. Uh, he was blessed with all of the good blessings of God. He was given a lovely place to live and call home. He was giving, given meaningful work. Uh, he was given uh, complete freedom uh, to live and to enjoy the bounty of God's blessings with one exception. God told him not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And um, so Adam lived and fellowshiped closely with God. And eventually we know the story uh, where Adam and his wife were led into the sin of um, uh, distrusting and doubting God as the serpent tempted them with fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the Bible teaches that they both ate. 
and sin came into the equation between God and man. And so um, this is the theological ramp up to Paul's teaching on the resurrection of the body. He says, uh, the first man, Adam, became a living being. And he, it is through Adam that we become inheritors of the sin nature. And the last Adam, Christ, a life-giving spirit. So from our first father, Adam, we inherit uh, the sinful condition uh, from the last Adam, our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. He came bringing a life-giving spirit that would renew and redeem us, restore us from our sinful state, and uh, restore us into right relationship with God the Father. Uh, His forgiveness and salvation are the free gift of God. All we must do is receive it. Uh, Paul says in verse 46, the spiritual did not come first, but the natural, and after that, the spiritual. And so God gave birth to man, And then God gave birth to his son, who was fully God and fully man, who would be our redeemer and Lord and Savior, uh, the one who would take away the sins of the world and would save all those who profess Jesus Christ as Lord. Uh, In 47, Paul says, the first man was of the dust of the earth. The second man is of of heaven. He's identifying the earthly Adam uh, and making him distinct from the heavenly Adam, or Jesus the Christ. Um, the first man was made of the dust of the earth. The second man was born of God. Um, and so uh, Paul is careful to make the distinction there between the purpose of God's creating Adam and the purpose of God's sending Christ uh, as our Savior and Lord. Um, verse 48 Uh, Paul says, as was the earthly man, so are those who are of the earth. We are just like our our forefather, Adam. Um, We are made of the dust of the earth. We are created beings. God has made us. Uh, Psalm 139, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. Uh, God knit us together in our mother's womb. We are the creation of God. We are the the handiwork of God, uh, made in his image. Um, In the image of God, we are made, male and female, we are made, as the creation story says. Um, And so we are like our forefather, Adam. And Paul goes on in 48, as is the heavenly man, so are those who are of heaven. So when we're born again in Christ, we're made all new. Uh, Second Corinthians says that uh, in Christ, the new life has come, the old life is gone. We're new creations. Uh, we're not the same. We're reborn in Him uh, so that we are transformed in Christ, redeemed in Christ. Uh, our sins are forgiven and held against us no more. Thanks be to God. And so we become then like the image of our Savior. We are remade in His image reborn in his image, uh, made to be more like him. And so as we receive Christ into our lives and we receive the redeeming work of Christ, the Spirit of God goes to work on our hearts and our lives, transforming us so that we grow in ever-increasing Christ-likeness. If you've been walking with Jesus for a long time and you look back on the span of your life and you're not looking more like Jesus, sounding more like Jesus, acting more like Jesus today than you did when you first met him, then I think you should take a good, long, hard look 
at your relationship with Christ? What have you been avoiding? Why haven't you been growing? Why is there not a a notable change that others around you can say, this guy, this gal is not the same as she or he once was? Uh, The touch of the Lord is clear in your life. Now, we're not perfect. We're human and we all go through tough times. We experience pain. We get angry about things. We we lose our cool. We speak before we think. But um, there, those incidences of our human nature taking over should be less and less as we grow in Christ-likeness to be more like Him. And uh, should be the testimony of our lives that people see in us a notable change because of Jesus. And that's a that's a wonderful thing. He's we're we're uh, um, becoming like Him who is of heaven. And in 49, we move on. Paul says, And just as we uh, have borne the image of the earthly man, so shall we bear the image of the heavenly man. Uh, That's God's work in us. He makes us uh, more like his son uh, when we devote ourselves to him. Uh, We're made to uh, reflect the image of Christ in the world if we profess faith in him and we're his followers. And so, my friends, I'm challenged by these words. This is the theological underpinnings, the theological basis for the resurrection of the body. There was a, a man, Adam, who sinned, and we all inherited that sin nature. And then there, there was a, a man, Jesus, who was both fully God and fully man, who came uh, as our uh, atonement. He came to rescue and redeem us from sin's grip on our lives, to set us free, and to right the scales so that we could be back in right relationship with God the Father. And if we profess faith in Him, He becomes our Savior and Lord, and His transforming work begins in our lives, uh, making us, remaking us in His image. And so uh, this is the, the theological basis upon which Paul will be continuing on in this chapter 15, and we'll finish out what Paul has to say on Monday. Some beautiful, beautiful things coming our way in the next section. Uh, you've probably heard the text in the next section in funeral services as we uh, remind ourselves of what awaits us in the life uh, uh eternal. And so uh, thanks for taking time out of your day to to come by and study with us. And um, we will continue on next week. Lord willing. God bless.